Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey friends, I am thankful each week when you listen to this and for the messages for the time that we get to spend together just talking about something that you care about that I care about, which is trying to make Jesus famous. Today's podcast, I'm going to be a little transparent, a little open here in the beginning and share some training with you because we can talk about the technical stuff of Facebook, of Google, of Instagram, of, of whatever else. We can talk about media. We can talk about resolutions, encoding. We can talk about a ton of different things. But at the end of the day, everything that we're doing is spiritual. And I have just noticed myself that when this has been one of the busiest seasons ever for me, just hundreds of ads that I'm getting either am creating or have been creating tons of coaching calls, just a lot of work. And I'm feeling it. I, I feel the weight of that. I feel the, the burden of what it is that we're trying to do. And a couple of nights ago, I just couldn't sleep. I, I literally just could not. My mind, I just couldn't shut it off. And then I just started getting all of these thoughts in my head and, and, and some of them just dark, just dark thoughts. And I'm like, what, what is happening? Where is this coming from? And it really got me thinking. I, I wrote it down. I need to talk about spiritual warfare because that's really what I believe that it is. We are in a, a dark time right now. Uh, for me, living in the States, we have presidential stuff going on. We have questions of, of what is true, of what can we trust. We have the pandemic that's happening all around the world. And I recognize that much of what I'm seeing and reading is negative. And, and I find, at least with myself then, that there's a lot of, of, of the not positive things that are coming in. And, and I need to, to dwell on the things that are positive. I need to make sure that I'm doing the right things because we can't hide behind a keyboard and think that we are immune to, to Satan's attacks. And so in today's podcast, uh, I've recorded some training, some audio. I'll, I'll go ahead and put the video up on my website again of, of this where you can see the verses that I'm referring to. And I, I just want to talk about some of the tricks that I see that Satan uses, some of the attacks, and then what we can do in spiritual warfare to, to be ready, to take the attack to him, to, to, be, to take action as well. And so propaganda lies, half-truths, those kind of things. Those are tools that, that Satan uses. That's a tool and tools that people in this world who are trying to get power try to do there. And that we don't have to fight that way. We don't have to live in that world. We don't have to be guided by that. We can be people of good news. We can let positive things come out. That if we see something and if we're not sure that it's true, what it, what do we know that is true? It's God's word. Let's share that. Let that be the thing that's on our feeds or on our minds or on our mouths as we're sharing. So I hope that this training is a benefit. I hope that you just spend some time listening to these words and thoughts that that you recognize that that you are not alone, 
that you are a part of a band of brothers and sisters around the world, and all of us are trying our best to make Jesus famous. And so let's protect each other, pray for each other, encourage each other, and understand that we are in a spiritual battle and that we need to uh, keep our eyes on the one who wins, the one who is the good news that we want to share. So here is my training on some spiritual warfare and some specifically with Christian media marketing concepts and of the world that you and I work in. I hope it's a benefit to you. One of the realities of being in the military was that regardless of if you were on the front line or if you were on a ship or wherever you might be, bad things can happen. And I found that out being in during Desert Storm myself when I was in the U.S. military, that we lost a lot of people. In fact, we had a lot of people who faced their demise even though they weren't right up on the front line. And it really impacted me. In fact, it impacted me because many of the people who in one instance that died, died in my own hands. And that, and that was something that has stayed with me for my whole life. And so we recognize that when we're in a spiritual battle that there's really hard things that can happen. And when you are using Christian media and you're marketing that message, well, you're in that battle. And so you can't hide just because you're behind a keyboard doesn't mean that you're not going to be attacked by the enemy. And Satan has all sorts of tricks and all sorts of things that he does to just try to to really get us either out of the battle or become so ineffective that we are not a threat to him. And so he uses a lot of different things. He uses lies and half-truths. That's what he does. He is a liar. Satan is a liar. And he uses techniques such as propaganda, a lot of just spiritual types of things that he can do as well. And what I want to encourage you and for me too is to let our mind dwell on truth, on the positives, on good news, and let that be what we are sharing with other people. Now, as we look at some of the tricks that Satan uses and this whole idea of spiritual warfare in our Christian media marketing, there are some things that he's going to do, and we don't need to use these kind of tricks. There's in, po in propaganda, in which I did my graduate work at the University of Missouri in the United States, and part of the area that I studied was propaganda. And so I see it being used a lot. Sometimes it's, it's just to try to get somebody to think, well, Pepsi's better than Coke, but it can be a lot bigger. You see it in politics. You see it in spiritual things. A bandwagon is just when we're trying to say, well, look, a lot of other people are doing it. 99 billion people have eaten a McDonald's cheeseburger. Why shouldn't you? You should be one of those. So just a bandwagon kind of deal. Testimonial, you get this. Some famous person says something about something, whether they play a doctor on TV or stayed at a Holiday Inn or whatever else. Sometimes that testimonial is a trick that somebody can use to make somebody else think about something that they're not really talking about or they don't know anything about it. And so we look at a famous person and we think, well, they use this, then we should. Now, what's interesting on this one is that this can also be used for good as of life change, how my life was before Christ, how I came to Christ, and now how it has changed since then. So it's how we use these many times can be the real real mark of whether or not it is honoring God or we're being used and using tricks that the devil himself would use. 
another one that you'll see in propaganda. And I, I don't want to spend much time on these. I, there's a few here I just want to touch on. Sometimes you'll get somebody and they just try to show that they're just like the plain folk. They're just like you and me. And so they're going to do a big speech and then they're going to go to McDonald's and get a quarter pounder or they're going to wear a trucker hat or they're going to wear a T-shirt or they're, you know, whatever it might be to just look like you or me. So they're trying to, to make others think, well, they're like me. They're just a plain folk. They're just an average person. It's a trick sometimes that people can use in propaganda. It's also something that the devil can use in spiritual warfare to make what is evil look normal, to make things that are against what the Bible say to say, no, that's just normal. That's plain. That's what average people are like or that's what culture is like or whatever. It's a trick from him. Transferring is another trick that he uses that can tr we can do with propaganda and moving of, of information. But the key one here that I want to share with you is this one, fear. Fear is a big one. If, if you see it in, in politics, it's not like one side only does this, okay? But you'll see, them, oh, if so-and-so is elected or so-and-so is not elected or if this happens or whatever else, you're going to. And then a picture is painted that is really, really really fearful. Something really bad is going to happen. And it is a trick. We don't have to try to use that. We can acknowledge fears and concerns and whatever else, but we want to be people of good news. We want to be people that share the hope that we have, the peace that we have found. So we don't have to use fear. But Satan uses this in spiritual warfare against us as well. He uses fear. He uses discouragement. So many different things. There's logical fallacies. This is similar like with transfer. I don't want to get into deep into these. I just want to let you know that there's all sorts of tricks of propaganda that are out there. If A is true then and B is true, then C also. Well, not always. Okay, so we have to really look at the information and, and what we're seeing. And then there's always just name calling, which I hope we in Christian media marketing never do. We never need to speak bad about somebody else, another religion, or anyone else. We need to lift up Jesus. So you see this. People attach names or nicknames or whatever else that happens in sports and in politics. It's, it's a propaganda technique. We don't need to use these kind of things as we share Jesus. Now, there's other tricks that Satan is using and just this spiritual warfare battle that you and I can be a part of. And I think a big one is just discouragement. A lot of times Satan is going to work to try to make you and I feel like, you know, what are we doing? Or is this making any difference? Or does this even matter? Or if, are you a valuable part to whatever else? And I'm just going to be transparent. I face this a lot. I, a lot of these things that I've put together into this presentation and the slides that I'm showing with you today are ones that I struggle with. There's many, many times that I sit there and I think, what am I doing? Why am I even doing this? Does it even matter? And those, those lies from Satan are just that. They're lies. They're meant to discourage us. Feelings of inadequacy. I don't know enough. I don't have enough. Somebody else could do this better or whatever. And, and so he just sidelines us by thinking, well, we can't do this that we're inadequate, that we shouldn't be doing whatever we're doing. Another aspect of that is even just physical challenges itself. I'm amazed at how many people in the mission field who are facing physical difficulties. I do not believe that 
all of the physical challenges, the cancers, uh, the, the sicknesses, diseases that are happening out there are all just because of plastics or some sort of environmental things. I'm sure they can play a part in that. But I also know that there's just been a higher rate of disease and divorce and all sorts of really bad things of those who are out there in the front lines. And whether it's emotional or physical, Satan uses those. That's a part of his technique. I mean, I, how many of you have, have, have heard of recently just pastors who have committed suicide because they've been so discouraged or so depressed? We know Jesus. We have the truth. And yet Satan works to rob us of that, to take those things away from us. Another big area that he's going to work to try in spiritual warfare to destroy what we're trying to do in our marketing and the media that we create in the work that we do around the world is personal conflicts and division. If we can end up fighting each other, if we can end up not trusting or be angry or not find resolution and peace with our brothers and sisters, then he's going to win, at least on a small scale. We know the end of the battle will be one where Jesus is going to return, where all things are going to be made right again. But we will have casualties before that. And one of the worst is when it's friendly. In the military, it's called a friendly fire. When a person on the same side ends up injuring or killing somebody else through negligence or, or making a mistake, sometimes it just happens. But we don't have to intentionally do that. We can find peace. We can try to make things right, to live at peace with one another, because Satan will work to divide and to destroy, and we are stronger together. So let me give you some scriptures here today. I know that on this podcast, many times we talk about you know this algorithm or this or that, but what we honestly are doing is a spiritual work. And Ephesians 2 says that you were dead in your transgressions and your sins, in which you used to live, in which you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. We are in a war. There's a battle going on. It's a spiritual battle that we are a part of. 2 Corinthians 4 verses 2 through 5 say, we do not use deception we do not distort the word of God. Okay, this is my, my whole point about the propaganda or some of those kind of things. We don't have to do that. On the contrary, Paul will say here, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. And so in this spiritual battle that we are in, we don't have to use Satan's tricks. We can lift up God. We can be good news people. We can share good news. So the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, he says, so they cannot see the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. That is our driving motivation. That's what we are about, is to share that hope and not to be about ourselves, but about Jesus. So how do we fight in this spiritual battle that we're in. Well, we need to know our enemy. We need to know the tricks and the things that he is doing. We need to understand what he is about. Paul will say in Ephesians 6, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, 
and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That is what we are up against. It's a spiritual battle that you and I are in, and we need to know our enemy. So we need to prepare ourselves for battle. And this is important because we need to be prepared physically, emotionally, and spiritually. All of these things are important when we are in this war, in this battle that we're in. And I don't know if you're like me, but I need to do better in all of those. I need to get better exercise and diet. I need to make sure that there's time to rest and getting away from work, that we don't get into this martyr complex that, that, oh, you know, the Lord needs us. No, he doesn't. We're partnering with him, but spiritually preparing for battle as well. Paul will say, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So we prepare ourselves for battle. We know who our enemy is, and then we attack We take action. The gates of hell, the gates of Hades will not stand against what we're doing. That's why I'm so excited that we can use these tools and technology and media that we have available for us today to go on the offensive, to take the light where there is darkness, to take the gospel and peace where there is none, to take the name of Jesus so that all people may know who he is. And how we do that, how we take action, even beyond the digital ways we're doing it, we do it spiritually. Paul will say, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the saints. He'll also say to pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And so I hope that as you are preparing your media, preparing your ads, that you are praying, that you are worshiping. There's many times when I'm creating an ad, I'll just stop. I'm just praying over the words, the headline, the copy, the creative, all of that. Lord, please use this. May these be your words. May your spirit work through this powerfully. Be praying. And finally, don't ever be discouraged. I know we're in a war. I know that there's casualties. I know that there's so much that's going on. I know we live in a world that that is filled with half-truths and lies. I know there's so much stuff when you look at the news and you go, oh, this is this and that, and we've had COVID and all sorts of turmoil. We, We don't know where to turn. We don't know who to trust at times. Turn to the Bible. Turn to the Bible. Turn to God. Let our minds dwell on those things. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. That's the truth. He wins, and we want to partner with him. So let the words of our mouths not be the propaganda or the lies or the half-truths the devil is going to try to use, or even just the things of this world. May be what on our tongues, may that be good news. May it be God's spirit speaking through us to those who we share media, whether it's online or offline. May we be people 
of truth and of peace and of good news as we share with other people about what Jesus has done for them. All right. Well, I hope that that training and just some of that teaching, those Bible verses will be an encouragement to you. We don't have to resort to the tricks and the techniques that our adversary will use or that others in the world. We don't have to fight the battle the way those in the world do. And so we want to lift up Jesus. We want to be positive, And I want to lift you up. I want you all to know that I am praying for you. I hope that this podcast is an encouragement, that it helps you. And I just want you to know that you are not alone. So Merry Christmas to you all. May you make Jesus famous. And until next time, keep trying to do everything you can to make him known in your context and in your culture, in your language, among your people group. And may he be pleased and may he be praised. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.